Welcome back to another episode of Lady Defiant, where we discuss several topics impacting women from financial independence to career advancements to relationships. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about stress. And today's episode is subject, no thank you, I'm stressed. I hope that I'm able to connect with one or two people who are stressed and who want to say no thank you um, and maybe cannot say that. Um, So I hope you find this uh, episode very entertaining, fun, but really practical. Um, So let's get started. So let's talk about stress for a second. Um, And I'm going to just intro this using myself. I like to pile on a lot. Okay. And I don't do that because I'm a people pleaser because I am not a people pleaser. I do that because in everything I've done um, in life so far, I like to see how far I'm able to push myself, how far I'm able to transform the human body, transform my mind, transform my work ethics, transform my, my job, transform everything I do. So I tend to pile on, pile on, pile on. And, and why that is good it's not good because I get too stressed. And I, when I get too stressed, I tend to sacrifice a part of my life that might not be working out or a part of my life that I want it to work out, but I just don't have time because I'm stressed out about everything else but that. And so we're going to talk about stress. And stress is truly a feeling you get when you know you have to handle a lot of things, but you don't have the time to handle everything. And so we get stressed and your body releases hormones and chemicals that aren't good for us. And those hormones and chemicals aren't body slimming hormones by any means. Okay. Those hormones and chemicals that our body releases are fat hormones. So our bodies go through this stage where when we're overly stressed, we have to have this fight or flight response and we have to we have to fight or flight and when your body is in a flight fight or flight stage you are not the very best um, decision maker um, you're not the very best uh, person um, you're not the very best you and it's not good overall and, and so But why stress is a normal part of life? Overly stressed life is not good for anyone. And some of the things that contribute to stress is as women, we tend to be people pleasers. We want to please everyone. We don't know how to say no and we want to be liked. And so we just add on our managers tell us, hey, we want you to be on this project. You say, yes, I'll be happy to. And you have 10 other projects you're on and you know you're not able to deliver, but you know you want to deliver it. And so you have to go on this fight, fight stage to get it done and sacrifice um, a part of your life that's working or not working. If you're like me, nothing in my life is working, Uh, but uh, you have to sacrifice a lot of things to get things done. And um, it's not good. It's not good. It help it dampers our immune system. The list goes on and on and on as to what stress can do to us. And if your stress is not managed properly, 
you're, you're going to be in for a lot of difficult times. You're going to be very short-tempered. So short-tempered to, to your friends, your co-workers. Um, and it just isn't good overall. Uh, and we have to be able to keep our stress under control. Regardless, if you're a people pleaser, or you can't say no, or you just want to be that superhuman, we have to be able to keep our stress levels under control. And in order for us to be able to do that, we have to have three things. This is always an analysis with me because I'm very analytical and my mind only works that way. There are three things you have to do. And there's really an analysis of three things you have to do. You want to look at what is currently happening in your life, okay? So your life is, when you look at your life, there are parts of your life you want to look at. What's happening at work, what's happening with your personal life, be it your family life, relationships, friendships, what have you. Um, And then what's happening in your spiritual life, Okay, I'm not going to go all spiritual on everyone here. What's happening in your spiritual life? You want to look at that. What's happening with your finances as well? Because financial stress is a real thing, okay? Um, And then you want to truly write out whatever is impacting your life. So imagine for a second you have a, a pie, okay? So it's a round pie chart. You're looking at a pie chart. I want you to... Divide your pie chart based on your life, okay? And so when you do this exercise, what you want to divide it based on what is taking the most of your time. So if work is taking the most of your time, then something is is suffering. So your personal life is suffering. But your financial life might be really good because you're spending all that time at work, you're getting all the bonuses, you're getting raises, so your financial life might be good. So say your financial life is struggling, so think of this pie chart that you're going to be doing. If your financial life is struggling, then that means you might be having personal issues, um, relationship issues, um, maybe work-related issues because your finances are struggling a little bit. So, So every part of your life that you're going to analyze impacts the other part of your life. So for example, with me, my work is going great. I love to work. Like, I mean, I, 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 I sleep, eat, drink, work, right? And so my relationship would, would struggle naturally because I'm, I'm spending so much time at work that I don't have time for relationships or friendships, okay? So, and, and it just works that way. But then my finances is really happy. There's like a smiley face there but I'm sacrificing something for something, okay? And so you want to truly find out what's going on in your life and what's going on that's creating or causing the stress in your life. And then once you have done that, you want to then look for ways to reduce or eliminate stress. So say the stress is coming from your job, for example. You have, you're part of six projects and um, you know you cannot totally do six projects. What can you do currently? Okay, are you in a spot where you can renegotiate the time frames with your manager? If your manager wanted it by end of Q4, do you can you negotiate it for Q1? Okay, and then you're going to have to learn to say, manager, why I know I'm skilled at this, but I have Henry who is equally 
skilled at the same knowledge or skill level set. And and Henry doesn't have as much on his plate. So can we can we give this to Henry to do? Okay. So you want to when you're telling your manager, hey, I would love to take this project, but I don't want to take this project, you're gonna to have to provide him with other solutions. And to do so, you have to know the strengths and weaknesses of your coworkers or your employees if you're a manager. And so if you're a manager, can you delegate the, the task to your employees versus doing the task yourself? Okay. And when you delegate, are you delegating based on skill level? Are you delegating based on uh, the fact that you want to get someone ready for the next step or for learning purposes? So you have to decide what delegation you're trying to do. And we can talk about delegation later on, on another episode with work and how to truly help grow other people because when you grow and develop other people you yourself as a leader manager you grow and develop but it will be something we can talk about later so determine how you can eliminate or reduce the stress and look at that area of your life so if it was a financial stress for example you're going to have to determine what's creating the financial stress. Are you spending more than you're making? Okay, so you're going to have to do that analysis on your finances and see what are you bringing in versus what are you spending? How can you cut costs? How can you create more wealth? Do you want to get another part-time job or part-time gig? Do you want to work from home as a part-time gig? There are lots of ways to create money these days. You want to um, do more investing, diversify your funds. You want to get into the stock uh, stock market um, and, and invest that way. So you have to determine where, where in your life is creating the stress and try to come up with solutions to reduce or, or eliminate your stress. So that's, that's um, step two. Then step three is... Oh, learn ways to healthy ways to help you cope with stress. So my healthy way that I cope with stress is going to the gym. I am one of the 5 a.m. clubs. I wake up at 4 a.m. and I and I go to the gym at 5, come back at 6, get ready for work, and, and it goes on and on and on. And I go to, go to the gym six days a week. You don't have to be as extreme as me, okay? But Create ways that would help you control the stress or create an outlet. So if it's something you like to do, maybe say you, when you were younger, you loved to paint. And now that you're, uh, you know, older, you, you, no, you no longer do those things. Find those ways that would help you create an outlet or go for a walk um, and or go to the gym if you like the gym, or you know, hang out with friends, do title boxing, do some um, defense classes or something. Learn learn a new language, read books. There are millions of ways you can you can use or you can do to help eliminate some of the stress you have going on. But do it. You know, find something you love to do and do it in a healthy way. So if you love to drink, I would not recommend drinking because you're just we're just going to turn out to be alcoholics. But if you love to drink and you just could do one or two one or two glasses uh you know a week, it's good 
one glass a day, okay, that's equally fine. Um, please talk to your doctors about that. But but do something that you love to do that's an outlet and is a healthy outlet. Um, so if you like to eat ice cream, I don't recommend eating ice cream every day. But it's something you like to do, but that doesn't mean you do it. So look for healthy ways and be intentional about what you do to ensure that you're releasing the stress somehow and somewhere that could benefit you and other people around you. And then you want to then say, how do I keep my stress level under control going forward? So you've done the three-step analysis. You've implemented it in your life. It's working out great for you. How do you continue to maintain your stress level that way it doesn't get out of control? That's something you want to do. That's something you want to put in place. And we have to be able to say, uh, I'm sorry, I'm stressed, right? We have to be able to say, I would love to be part of your project. I would love to be part of this event. And I cannot be part of this event because I have other competing demands. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to, to push back. It's okay to have a line and draw that line and have boundaries. Because once people know you know your boundaries, they would not cross them. They would try to cross them. And you're going to say, no, I don't have the capacity to take on additional work. I don't have the capacity to be part of a planning committee. Okay. I know Tina is able to be part of that committee because Tina has that skill set that you're looking for. Okay. And Tina is able to do it 80% as well as I can. And this would help Tina grow and develop. And that's how you can truly draw that line in the sand and say, hey, this is, this is, this is, the, this is as far as I can go. And, and or negotiate timelines with, with your managers or your friends or family. Um, they want you to do something. You can say, when do you want this done? Um, if you want this done by, the, by this weekend, it's not going to be possible because I have this, 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 this going on. Unless you want me to not go to the birthday party of, for your best friend, of your best friend. If you don't want me to be with you there, that's fine. We can substitute that for what you want me to do now. Or if you want it by the end of next weekend, I can, I can deliver that. But I cannot deliver it this weekend. You know, and then sometimes take the time on the weekends to just chill. There is no, there is nothing wrong with chilling on the weekends. Just doing absolutely nothing. That's my favorite type of weekend where I don't get to do much. I just get to chill, eat, sleep, wake up again. Eat, sleep, watch some TV. Because I am trying to decompress you know, I'm trying to really re-engage my mind for the next week or re-engage my mind for whatever I have coming up. And so I make no apologies to anyone. Uh, what, are you, what do you have going on this weekend? I'm just chilling. I'm just going to be at home enjoying myself. Okay. And, you know, sometimes we think that our social life uh, is... Uh, 
is is important it, it is important but we think it's overly important that when someone says hey what do you have going on over the weekend we have to name five events that we have going on to look like we're social but are we truly social i mean if you're dreading the event you have going on why even go if if i if i can't have fun doing what i want to do i'm not gonna go i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm stressed I'm not going to go. I'm just going to stay where I am and do what I have to do. And it's not being selfish. It's just setting boundaries and making sure people understand the boundaries that you've set and also respecting other people's boundaries too. I've, I will always say this. Every, every interaction we have is a symbiotic relationship. Every interaction, regardless of who, what, how, why, it's a symbiotic in sense that you're giving and taking. So if you want someone to respect your boundaries, you have to be able to respect their boundaries. And also as a leader manager, if you are, when you're giving your people work to do, you need to understand what's on their plates. So what do you have going on? What do you have coming up in the next two weeks? What do you have coming up in the next three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks? And then you can say, let me... I'm going to have to add this to your plate because I see you have nothing. You don't have as much going on compared to other people and you have the skill set I need to get this done. You can go that route or um, gauging people, other people's stress levels because we can't always set boundaries for other people and don't respect them though. So it goes both ways. It, it truly does. And you need to be able to say, I'm trying to avoid stress in my life and to avoid stress as well. We want to think about those added work we add to our plate because we don't think we're busy enough and we think that we're productive because we're busy. No, productivity and being busy are two different things and just packing a whole bunch of things on your calendar to make you think you're productive is actually counterproductive. Okay, so we really want to look at our calendar and analyze and look to see how can I flush some of these things out and what benefits am I getting from this activity I have on my calendar. I said yes to go out to happy hour. Um, Is that beneficial for me to do that? Do I have other things I could do? Do I have a gym I need to go to instead of going to happy hour? Or say you've been working so hard and you are invited to happy hour and you've been you've been crushing it at the gym all week. You can say, okay, I can afford to go to not go to the gym and I'm going to go to happy hour to enjoy and celebrate the week or whatever you want to celebrate to just have a good time. And you can do that. But we can manage stress by by truly setting boundaries, I'm sorry, I'm stressed. Set the boundaries and make sure you respect other people's boundaries. And also, you want to truly learn what's creating and or causing the stress in your life by doing the analysis I talked about earlier. And then, how do you reduce the amount of stress you have going on? You want to make sure you have some healthy habits, some healthy outlets, I would say, to, to ensure that you're able to reduce your stress without necessarily impacting other areas. And 
it's going to work out. Hey women, we are strong, we are intelligent, we are bold. We should be able to say no. Um, I'm sorry, I'm stressed. And and it's okay. It's okay to say I'm sorry. I'm not able to I'm not able to accommodate your request and provide solutions, right? You're going to say I'm sorry. I cannot do that or I cannot accommodate your request. However, I know someone that can. And and make sure that when you say no, say it tactfully and make a recommendation. 